0: Yo, it's your boy, Lundis here, the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today's going to be a killer fucking episode. This is going to be How Do You Want to Be Remembered. This strikes home to me because I've witnessed so many things in my lifetime, so many people that have that imprint, have that ability to be able to reach out and could really help out other people in their lives but they choose to be stubborn to be in their ways and then didn't do anything about it. So this is where I'm going to really get us thinking at that level of how do we want to be remembered when we leave this planet? What is our purpose? You know, when executing it from there. This is a Winners Paradigm podcast. Let's fucking get it. Yep. It's your boy Lundis. Let's get into it. Winners Paradigm podcast. So today's episode is all about how do you want to be remembered? And the reason why we're having this episode that's one thing we need to think about when we're recalibrating our mindset and trying to be able to wire ourselves, well equipped ourselves with tools to be able to get to that next level, right? So we have to remember how do we want to be remembered? Do we want to be remembered as that slime ball, you know, that was, hey, did you dirty to be able to get a sale on you? Or are you that person that went that extra mile and said, Hey, I'm gonna help you out, we're gonna do this. From there, right. In this case, um, I I was able to have those opportunities firsthand. I was able to have, you know, that conservative parent when I went to with one thing, they would shut that shit down. Nah, it doesn't sound like it. You know, it doesn't sound like something you'd be good at. Or you know, continuously finds ways to just shit talk on you, right? So in this episode, we're gonna be able to dive deep in that. And for me, like I said, firsthand was why I witnessed this. Um, I knew with certain things I would be timid or afraid to talk to certain individuals because I know they're going to shut me down for exactly what I had to think. One of them is my dad. That motherfucker is hilarious. Um, Anything I were to say, you know, he's going to have something to say about it. And then from there, you know, be able to, to, to ramble on about what he thinks, you know, where it may not be. That you know, maybe even deeper, where we can actually look into it and maybe figure out you know a common ground. But instead, it's just directly someone shooting it down. Um, so I know for me, that as well as our shitty relationship where he continuously, you know, puts everything else his new fucking girlfriend after he's getting a divorce, you know, his buddies fucking partying and drinking and in front of me, that's the shit I remember, right? And everybody thinks, you know, oh yeah, you have this great picture, you have, you know, um this image, oh, he's this great guy. It was funny. I went to a wedding with my wife, her uncle's wedding to be exact, and all her family was coming up to me saying, "Hey, we know your dad." You know, and it was a little embarrassing. Because it was just, you know, all these stories about partying, drinking and shit, all bad shit. And in my case, you know, it was, when are you going to grow up? You know, you're getting up there in age, um, going to be 50 here a couple of years, and you're still doing the same shit you were doing in your 20s, right? When are you going to realize that? When are you going to realize that relationships are going to be treating your, your kids better is a little bit different? And what's funny um, was, again, I interpret things differently. Cause like I said, I lived in that box where it was certain things. My parents were strict, you know, I fucking looked at them. I get cracked. I just really didn't test nothing, you know? And then I go over there when I get in the Marine Corps to my dad's house. Um, and I have a younger sister that's my dad and his ex-wife now and their, their daughter. So I was over there, you know, she stands on a table, get down. Nope. I'm not getting down. I look at him. He looks at her. He's like, Peyton, get down. She's like, I don't want to get down. Start screaming. I looked at her, I was like, I'm not your dad, you better get the fuck down before something happens, and she got down, right, because in my head, what clicked at that time was, oh, you're just gonna fucking hit her, you know, because that's what my dad used to do to me back then, if someone gave you that look, you fucking hit him, you know, so in that case, um, it, it was the wrong way of thinking, but that was the way I handled it, right, and it's funny, because that's where that image comes in, it's all about illusion on the way you perceive things, the way you say things, motherfuckers be lying, right, and that's where he's able to draw that narrative oh i have these great kids great relationships when that's not it you know to be exact you know we've never had that i've never been able to talk to him and that's why one of my major flaws was always looking for a father figure whether it was a coach um my uncles my stepdad my grandpa you know as i always wanted that individual i wanted myself to become that individual that had all those tools would be there and What's funny is it does bring to current day. My dad's giving me shit about not being handy. And yeah, that's the one thing um, I'm so mechanically inclined. It's not even funny. But, you know, I do try to make other things or in my case, building lessons on what I'm going to teach. So it, it's all to say, at least, you know, how do you want to be measured, right? So if you have all these shit um, experiences, you're doing people dirty, in my case, getting them abused, you know, you're going to be able to think. And you're negatively going to have that. So at one point in time, you know, I hated my dad because I thought of that, and I was struggling on who I was, and I had to recalibrate my mindset to figure out who I'm going to be, which brings in the current days, right? So that was where August 27, 2020, my grandfather ended up passing away, um, and on that day it clicked to me. You know, it was a great man, great lessons he instilled to in me, but from there, there was no. Um, legacy other than that, you know, it was all knowledge and wisdom, but no money to go down to the family. We actually run into a situation after that, where we didn't know how we were going to pay for um, the cremation. So it was all up in the air, you know, and that's another story we'll get into later on. Um, But in that case, you know, it it was tough kind of thinking about it. And that was what was getting my mind going was, you know, hey, what do I want to become? What am I going to do? I always say that I want to have my own business. I always say that, you know, I'm going to be able to have these rental properties the next couple of years, have cars that make additional income. Um, What is the end game? How is it going to be? You know, when everybody's saying Grandpa Landis in the future, you know, what is Grandpa Landis going to be? And that was where it kind of helped me restore the image. And what was funny is at that time, I don't know if it's a coincidence, it was fate, but I'm glad this happened. Um, I had a mentor that recommended a book to me how will you how will you measure your life by Clay m christensen he actually sent it to me and this is probably one of the greatest books i ever read the reason why is clayton m christensen dives deep into relationships integrity and then he talks about um values and kind of you not subsiding for anything right so in this case Relationships and what I loved about it was it was talking to and and it coincides exactly with how do you want to be remembered because those relationships like we said if you've been a shit person if you've you know did people dirty they're gonna remember that that's your image, that's what you do. But if you go in there, you greet everybody with a smile, you're nice, you're kind, hey, have a great have a great day. When you do give a correction to somebody, you're gonna tell them, you know, firsthand, hey, this is what you've been doing well before you jump into what they're not doing right so for me i was able to realize that firsthand like i said um while i was in the marine corps (laughs) i had two bosses like that where they were just jumping on what the fuck is wrong with you you a fucking idiot you know and i would be like yes like just playing with them and i was wasting my energy trying to fight them and what's funny is when i was exiting the marine corps i started reading 48 laws of power and i was so pissed because if i would have read that book sooner i would have known how to deal with these leaders that you know one of them was um, an expert in the field the other one had no clue but she was able to articulate because she was a female but whenever she would say certain things um, she would use you know gestures kind of make it funny as a joke so people thought that was her personality but in reality she'd say what you might call it you know what is that word but I have no clue what she's talking about so it was kind of funny learning from these two parts because I was able to see exactly you know um, what happens and for instance I got surgery on my right knee, arthroscopic surgery, and while that happened, my other Marines that I had below me ended up telling her, hey, this is what went on. This is what goes on, you know, every day after work, after Alundus drops drops us off at the barracks, right? And it was kind of funny because that was a flaw I had early on. And what I didn't realize was my past um, supervisor in case one of my corporals coming up is he would always do that, you know, we'd get in the car and it was a renting session and we would say everything. And it stood between us, you know, and I thought the same thing. Oh yeah. 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 I can be able to, to have that open communication. Hey, is there anything you want me to fix and them to be able to vent to me, you know, and I kept that between us um, until the point where they were saying, Hey, I was saying certain things. And that was where, you know, I had the flaw as a leader was I did lose my temper a couple times because it was ridiculous. I had one Marine who, continuously acted up, didn't do jack shit, you know, work on one assignment for eight hours while the other one was put, you know, pedal to the metal, push like me, everything was bad. You know, you fucking suck. You need to get better. And I don't mind that shit. You know, I just rub it right off. I grew up tough. So I kind of like when people act like that with me. But that's not how you treat every other person, right? So what that period taught me is I came back, you know, when I had to figure out a way how to get above this conversation with her you know how I was gonna win and what I thought is I just said hey I'm gonna take responsibility for what it was and say yes you know um yes I did say a couple things after a couple days were heated you know because we all had things we needed to say and there was a couple situations where all three of um us junior marines you know were put in a situation where it wasn't fair you know, and it was something that we needed to talk about. So me and the guys did. So I said, you know what? I apologize. Won't happen again. And to that day, you know, nothing ever did. Um, but it made me realize as a leader, yes, number one, you're not going to be telling your subordinates anything. It wasn't like I was just mad shit talking. We were talking about actual problems, but I learned, you know, there's certain things you can discuss. And from there, that's where I changed it. You know, when me as a leader realized, okay, if they're complaining, yeah, you know, I totally get you. I felt that way before. I'll make sure I can handle it and that was really it you know wasn't diving deep hey how could we help you you know what else I'm sorry yeah I feel like that too you know the other day this should happen none of that no more it was just strictly hey this is exactly what's gonna happen this is how we connect the dots this is how we're gonna fix the problem so from there what also helped and in that book how will you measure your life that's where the integrity portion comes in and a lot of people would say as we said in the Marine Corps you know integrity is doing the right thing at the right time and I say yes you know but I also say integrity is that moral standard of what you're looking for in our case that's the winner's paradigm is you're thinking about what I want to be what do I want to become what are these relationships you know And for someone that may have a temper may have a drinking problem you know you're so used to those cues that when it happens that's the first thing you want to do you know I get like that too some days where it's just like, fuck, this has been a shit day. I would just want to, and, and I have to refrain myself, or I'll have, you know, a drink, and then from there be able to say, okay, this is it, and cut myself off. So in our cases, you know, we have to work harder than a lot of people. But just remember, you know, always take the high road. It fucking sucks. You know, it sucks being the better person sometimes. But that's you in the end game. You know, there's a couple situations this week where I want to call people and really give them the reality check. But like I said, you know, I kept running these situations where I realized I can't be Jesus. You know, I can't be judging people. I can't be making these decisions, cutting people off. Um, And what was funny is I seen a little video on Mike Tyson on that. And he was saying that if you were to just say, you know, have a problem with somebody and then from there say, I'm going to cut you off. That means the other person is mastering your emotions because you're changing yourself for them. And for me, that was one thing I used to do. Oh, I'm gonna cut you off, I'm gonna cut you off. And I realized over time that it's not cutting somebody off. And and what I was able to say, you know, whether it was a good buddy, I used to crash on their couches and we started going through things, you know, and and they start disrespecting me, acting tough. You know what, I get it. I love you enough to say, I'm gonna step away. And then from there, I'm gonna say, you know, I love you enough. Um, for me to be able to say, right now we're not seeing eye to eye, I'll let it play out. And then from there later on, you know, fortunately we never, you know, relinked up and got cool again. But I wanted to be respectful on that versus saying some dumb shit like back in the day. And then act like, you know, we're going to start fist fighting. Again, it's that change in mindset, growth, or seeking, For me, I'm so used to acting one certain way, I got to fight myself, you know, and I got to tell myself, hey, you need to calm the fuck down, Mm -hmm. you know what, at least I'm able to do that, you know, at least I'm able to say, this isn't the right situation for me, I'm not going to put myself in it, and then from there, that's what creates that value, you know, and it allows me to be able to create those more meaningful relationships where I don't waste time on people, you know, I don't waste time on things that don't mean anything, Um, I really tailor down all my relationships that I had. And from there, you know, I saw my friends, I say, hey, what's up to you? You know, comment on this stuff on LinkedIn, um, Facebook, but they're not the people I hit up every day. You know, there's a few that I'll hit up, you know, say, hey, you know, let's FaceTime. Um, occasionally, you know, let's go out for a drink. But there's a reason why, you know, you keep your circle small, it's because you're going to have those people that are going to be there for you. And when you can network, you know, meet new people, that's amazing. But again, you gotta realize. You know, who you surround yourself with affects you as well, because you attract those people, what you're seeking and what you are, in this case, you know. And if you are a lot of bad things, if you didn't think about all the small things, or maybe you're one of those my way or the highway type people, maybe you know, you only want people doing shit for you, making you look like the good one, making you look like the badass. And you you stop giving recognition to other people. You stop telling people that they're as great as they are. You know, and you stop um, being that person you were before. That's where those relationships, you know, burn. That's where people realize. And they start changing that perception on you. So this whole episode of how do you want to be remembered is just really that inner thought with you, you know, of reassessing where you are today, where you want to be tomorrow, what you need to be today. And I can tell you from this, from... Um, not having those conversations, not getting as mad, because don't get me wrong, there's a couple of times, you know, and I'm going to be able to have a gentleman on here that I used to work for. And what I loved about him was this man never lost his composure when we're working. And one thing he always said was no worries, no biggie. So I always say that now because it's a psychological thing with me saying no biggie, no worries, even when a problem arises um, and it, insignificance, that's where I'm already able to direct associate it. Oh, it's not a big deal. And I don't lose it, so even in my personal life, when shit happens, and I wanna get pissed, oh, no worries, no biggie, and then from there, you know, Marty's tricking myself to not get upset to make that better judgment so when when you start thinking about it, you know, and sit yourself down um on whatever you'd like to do to reassess you know meditate something I'm getting into, um or maybe write down a piece of paper, maybe just think out loud, you know sit outside and think, whatever you do. That's where you're going to be able to see first and foremost on yourself. Hey, you know, where where are my strengths? How am I good with my relationships? You know, am I the one who am I living up to my values? Like I said, I was going to do, you know, am I sticking to my word or am I being a bitch? You know, am I flaking off on people? You know, am I not treating people with fair dignity and respect and kind of burning people of relationships, you know, and from there trying to capitalize off everybody else and eventually, they're going to start seeing that for themselves, and if they don't, what goes around comes around that's just going to get you eventually. So, just think about it you know, what where do I need to be? What do I want to be? And that's it. And I know for me, I'm putting myself in that direction now, being able to have this podcast, helping out other people, sharing my experiences, a little bit of my wisdom, and then the other big thing is going to be interviewing those guests, you know, that have been through that shit, been through those same things that are going to be able to show us, Hey, this is what we did to be able to get us out of that. This is the way I changed my mind, you know, to be able to get out of whatever hole I was in obstacle to overcome. So this is the winner's paradigm podcast. It's been a pleasure. Yup. Talk to you soon. Yup. It's your boy Lundis again. I just want to say thank y'all for listening today. One quick thing we're going to do, I need you guys to leave me a five-star review so I can be able to keep this podcast going, you know, increase my rankings, be able to get us a bigger following so I can maybe be able to do more content for y'all. And then number two um, is we also have a winner's paradigm club that's going to be on Facebook. You can be able to type that in your search engine, winner's paradigm club club that's going to be able to allow you to get into this group and that's where we're going to be able to ask those questions you know if anybody has anything um if they have questions on you know wants to share experiences wants to maybe even be on the show you know go ahead and join there and we can be able to talk and i can be able to learn from you as well as you learn from me you know you can both see hey you know i could have um did something better and in this case you know we all have ways to improve we're well, fucking doing it that's that winner's paradigm let's make the shit happen